John Eaton and Melanie Kay's host, Talk of the Town, weekday mornings on 95.1 The Peak. Joining us on the line is our Member of Parliament. We say hello to Terry Dowdle. Terry, great to have you on the line. And my gosh, I was shocked to hear, Terry, that there was a motion that was unanimously supported in the House of Commons. And that, of course, was uh, House Leader Mark Holland uh, introducing a motion to give you guys a couple extra days of summer break. Well, yeah, it was, uh, it was it was one time we actually all did get along, quite frankly, which was which was nice to see. So I guess usually we'd go. It's in the calendar to to for us to be uh, in the house till till Friday, right? Uh, but usually most most years, hopefully, if if things go good and the bills gets passed that the the government wants, uh, if we're fortunate, we do get out a couple of days early. So uh, it is it is nice. We did votes last night till twelve thirty at night. So. Little tired uh, this morning on the interview, and and I don't know if you ever had this happen before. I uh, the screen in my uh, in in my apartment was open a little bit, and I got a couple mosquitoes in, so I just oh, couldn't oh, get them all night. Where you just hear that buzz, and you you just oh, don't have a good far. sleep, and you turn the light on, you don't find them, you know, and, and you can hear them buzzing. So it was. Uh, not not a big sleep, but certainly always glad to uh, to phone in and chat with you. Well, it's great to have you, and of course, being facetious, I mean, it's not really time off. You you get to come back to the riding, where the summer is probably one of the busiest times for you guys. Uh, but I did want to say it was interesting that with, there's some major stuff looming, and you're taking a break. And I thought you might wanted to, or I, I half expected that some answers be to some of those things be done before the break. Uh, Primarily, I'm thinking the negotiations over the public inquiry over uh, foreign interference. This is a big deal. Canadians are are kind of freaked out about this, and and we're not really sure what's going on there. Well, John, you're you're exactly right. Uh, first of all, the, the the part about being back in the writing, I'm excited to be back for the summer. The offices are open uh, Monday to Friday. I have lots of meetings, but the the weekends are extremely busy, as you know, uh, working for for the radio there. That uh, there's so many events throughout our writing mm-hmm. that to attend. Um, so it's going to be a busy, 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 uh, summer, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm kind of surprised that that wasn't negotiated prior to all of this, but, uh, in good faith, it sounds like Dominic LeBlanc, who happens to be, uh, with the liberal, he's the intergovernmental affairs minister, uh, is talking with each of the parties, which is, which is fantastic news. And, uh, I'm sure as you know, uh, all the parties, uh, except, except the liberals actually wanted a public inquiry. So the, you know, the NDP, the, the block ourselves, uh, and and all wanted it so that we 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 assumed that that would be the route that uh, that the government would go because you know in democracy that that's kind of the way it works through a minority government but uh, it didn't follow through that way and as and everyone's aware we had a rapporteur and that's uh, since changed uh, so we're happy that uh, those discussions are taking place uh, from what I gather it's going to continue today um, but we want to hopefully get uh, a public inquiry because we want to make sure. Uh, what exactly happened, uh, you know, with this uh, I- interference from Beijing in, in our elections. And uh, I, th- I think it's it's important, and, and I think it's fantastic that we're starting to work together. So we're hoping that they uh, announce a public inquiry, and when that, whenever that happens, then uh, certainly Canada's Conservatives, are we are going to uh, put a bunch of names forward, and I think the parties at that time will uh, we'll come up with a recommendation, and I think that's fantastic news because uh, we certainly don't want to ever see that happen again uh, in our country that, uh, you know, that, that we can have that kind of, uh, interference here. It's kind of scary, quite frankly. Um, you know, even, even we have, uh, foreign police stations, uh, that, that are here up and operating. So we, we just want to make sure that, uh, you know, to keep Canada as a, a free and democratic country that we work together and come up with somebody that 
everyone will uh, agree on, and, and the sooner the better, because, uh, as you know, the, the election's 2025 stated in the books, but uh, with a minority government, that can change at any moment in time. So I think for all parties, we want to make sure that, uh, you know, that, that we're going to have a, a great election with, with uh, you know, no, no interference whatsoever from any out, outside countries. And then I think after this as well, I think it's important to look at... Uh, interference from from all countries uh so we see we seem to hear more of it so uh, i'm looking forward to it i'll, I'll be following it uh, quite closely to see how that's going to play out but i'm sure it'll be an interesting time and lots of news over the summer uh for for everyone to follow for sure the liberals rhetoric is that they're against the public inquiry because of the sensitive nature of security information going public that all the redacted documents would mean uh, be a meaningless inquiry uh some are saying that it's because the Liberals are worried about some stuff coming out that's going to point of not a positive light finger at them. What's your thoughts on that? I think uh, you know because we've seen on a few other issues that are out there, I, I, as you know, on the the, uh, the moving of, of uh, you know Paul Bernardo from uh, maximum security, uh, you know penitentiary. There's a lot of things that we're finding out after the fact. I, I personally, you know, I don't I don't want to really assume for sure that something something's there but but you know you certainly think that way when when they were so dead set against holding one in the first place because i think all parties realize that there's going to be certain uh amount of uh information that's going to come out that that will not be allowed no matter even in a public inquiry uh not all information will be will be available to everyone right. uh you know because of the sense of nature so from my perspective i i thought it immediately it seemed to be the way to go i think there was it's a major issue this is huge news and to not really want to find out uh and not not you know hear from everybody as to why exactly it happened and and how it happened uh, i think it's important when you know even even for the liberal candidates an example that that uh you know had ties uh to to them and and now maybe he's innocent maybe he's not maybe he's guilty we don't know as they go through it. There's a, they're doing a counter lawsuit. So even for him and his family, I would think uh, the best way to find out, no matter what it is, is to have that in public inquiry. So uh, I'm I'm excited to hear that. I hope you know. I hope there's nothing to it, quite frankly, because uh, uh, you know you don't want to see any any you know kind of corruption uh, with it, with any government. But uh, cer- certainly, right from the start, you know, handpicking who they wanted, I think, was kind of a mistake, uh, and I think it needs to be open and transparent, and, and that's what I'm looking for. But uh, it, it seems strange to me that they fought it so hard when all the parties, including the NDP, who usually sides uh, with them, they seem that they have a, a you know a coalition, a, an agreement in place. Uh, I was just kind of surprised that they wouldn't have just followed suit. So uh, I think all parties understand the you know the sensitivity on the material. So. I'm I'm kind of as curious as you are, quite frankly, John. Right. I think the whole nation really is. So we're interesting following that. Uh, a lot of the provinces, I think, all of the provinces and territories are fuming right now uh, over. You know, they're all facing unprecedented cost pressures on projects that they've got underway. Yet the last budget, uh, federal infrastructure funding wasn't mentioned. Uh, it apparently it's still pending. Uh, what's your thoughts on how the the, the, the feds are, are handling this? Should should they just be right out there with the support? Well, uh, I, I come from municipal background, as you know, as a mayor before, so I realize how important it is to uh, to get these projects up and running, and how important those infrastructure dollars are. Is 
you know, as, as municipalities are mostly dealing with, with home, home, you know, the taxes that people are paying on their houses, which there's an end to that. There's only so much, and it's hard to raise those funds to move things forward. So um, I think the government needs to work better with, with the provinces and, and the towns, quite frankly. I, I would like to see some dedicated funding, sort of like the gas tax, so municipalities know uh, how to grow each year. Uh, by you know understanding exactly what will be part of their budget each year, but certainly a lot of projects that we need to do in the area, whether it's you know affordable housing, which is a huge, huge problem, uh, you know for for all demographics. Quite frankly, uh, they they need funding. So a lot of that is infrastructure funding for sewer and water, and, and towns can't grow. Uh, and and uh, you know we're we're bringing five hundred thousand new people each each year into Canada. We're not building enough. Uh, homes and houses for those individuals. So it's going to fall further and further behind uh, because it takes long when you go through environmental ass- you know, assessments and things like that through the province to, to get any projects up up and moving. So I, I think there's got to be a better way, quite frankly, that uh, A, they know that the funding's out there and B, the timelines in order to get it so that uh, we don't fall behind. Because quite frankly, John, I'm, I'm concerned that, that uh, you know, w- when you see more and more people that uh, are either homeless or just can't find a place to live and as you know interest rates have uh gone gone up and, and people are renewing and there's a lot of uh, angst out there so we need to uh find a way all levels of government quite frankly uh need to knock each other's heads and come up with a way to uh, get funding out and to really get that infrastructure set uh because really the infrastructure is what allows all the things to grow to make sure that uh, you have good safe communities terry dowdle is the member of parliament for simcoe gray terry always a pleasure Thanks for being here and talking to the town. Great, John. Always talking to you. It's beautiful weather, and uh, hopefully everyone gets out and enjoys our wonderful area. Another 95.1 The Peak exclusive interview. For more discussions about your community, visit the Talk of the Town page at thepeakfm.com.